episode 12 of It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti, and we are the Russian sisters. We are. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode. Heck yeah. You guys, we just got the news, and we're very excited to announce that we got picked up by Pandora. Woo! Yay! So now you can listen to us on Pandora. Yeah, that's right. It's so So when we say we're everywhere, now we really mean it. I know. Before, (laughs) we were like, we're everywhere, but we weren't really. We didn't know that. Yeah. But now we are. Um, do you know where it's five o'clock right now? You hopefully will tell me. Probably in many places. Yes. Um, but the one that we're going to fo- focus on today, we are going to toast our listeners in Russia. Oh. Um, specifically. Russia's kind of big. It is. Well, that's why we're narrowing it down because I was like, maybe we're on a theme because we did Irkutsk last yes. week. Yes. Um, but we're going to toast whoever our listeners are in Moscow. Oh, okay. That's fair. Because we have listeners apparently in Moscow. And so, Masha, if that's you, thank you. <laughs> Because that's awesome. If it's not you, thank you to whoever else is listening to us in Moscow. Fantastic. Yeah. Please spread the word. Yeah. We've both been there. So it's fun. Yes. Yeah. We've actually both lived there. Mm -hmm, We did. That is a true story. (laughs) Not together. Hey, I wanted to tell you some upcoming important dates. Oh, okay. um, At time of podcast. So by the time this like releases, um, one of these days I think will have passed. But it's just important for you to mark your calendar for the next year. Oh, for the next year. Yeah. Um, April 19th. Ah is National Garlic Day. That is hilarious, given that I had an experience with garlic this week. Oh, before I move on, tell me. Oh, yes. Well, that is funny. You know, we were talking about our COVID smells, and I have not had COVID. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so the other day I was um, in my kitchen, and there is a drawer that Buddy, the kid, gets to play with and stuff in there. And I was trying to help him get something, and I opened up the drawer, and it smelled like someone had been roasting garlic in my kitchen. Wow. And I started like it was so strong and it lasted for quite a while. So I was like smelling myself, went over and like started smelling like what I had been cooking or no clue at all. And you hadn't been cooking with garlic. No, not at all. And it just that smell came out of nowhere. Yeah. And it was potent. It was I mean, it, it so was weird? like it was very warm and very comforting. Yeah. Like it was like I walked into someone's kitchen who had just been cooking with garlic and Ooh. it just had a very comforting and homey feel to it. Aww. Yeah. It was I really weird. That. So I immediately called our mom mm-hmm. and was like, Hey, so um any of our grandparents like like to cook with garlic? And no. No, no. I'm but sure your godmother did. My godmother did. Yeah. Yeah. I like and to she is not garlic. with us here physically no. on earth anymore. Maybe she came so, by for a visit. Well, and so that's what what your mom thought maybe it was. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Tina. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. National that Garlic Day. Right. That's awesome. It is National Garlic Day. And I love roasted garlic. So it, it is might really have good. To, like, I mean, not everyone loves me the next day. No, but it's I very healthy. It. It's very it good is. for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just coming out of the pores all next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's maybe we should have some roasted garlic. Well, then the we follow. <laughs> we <Tomorrow>. follow <laughs> is that tomorrow? No. We follow that up. Yeah. I don't even know what day is today. Um, we follow that up with maybe the um, a different aroma, sugary oh. sweet, with National Jelly Bean Day on April twenty second. I don't even understand this. Isn't the twenty second also Earth Day? Is it? Yeah, I'm I didn't pretty look sure that the twenty second oh, is I'm Earth so Day. Bad if I didn't look that up, no, you're good. Oh. I mean, why not give back to our Earth with jelly beans? <laughs> um well the starburst ones i used to like those but now i can't i, I just very can't sugary. eat those yeah i know it makes the teeth hurt yeah do that again mm-hmm. okay <laughs> well and then happy birthday to tina on the 23rd so yeah. um didn't ronald reagan like jelly beans like didn't he have some on his desk in the oval office 
I thought I heard that when I was a kid. No idea. Huh? I'm not even sure. That's so random. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Someone fact check us on Trivia that. Trivia buffs. Let me know. I yeah. thought I thought I had heard that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that those are just the upcoming days. And remember, um, I think we said this last time, Al and I are going to do some investigating and research yes. what it takes to get a, our own national day of fun. Yeah put together yep. and on the books. Yeah, I need someone to write that down for me so I remember yeah. to do it. We'll have to look into that. My memory Ricky, is awful. Can you write that down? <laughs> okay. So, um, Al, how was yeah. your week? Oh my gosh. It's been a week. Yeah. Um, I know so many things to choose from, but I think this is going to be an ongoing thing, so I figure I should share. So I'm trying to do some home projects as we know, worked on the master bath. Yes. The um guest bath i was like what is that word uh, right after i say <laughs> that I have a other bad, bathroom i have a bad memory um mm-hmm. so the guest bath is now getting worked on which is really nice Ooh. yes and so the other thing that i've needed to do so i have a neighbor i have one side of my neighbors awesome i do not have a back a backyard neighbor is that mm-hmm. what you say backyard, backyard or neighbor. back door neighbor yeah. I don't have that. Um but one neighbor to the side is awesome they're amazing it's a younger couple they're Prego with their first kid. It's so exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, they're awesome. And they have been amazing since Sean passed and and just awesome, awesome. And then um, I don't, I have, well, technically there's a house to the other side of me, but no one lives there. No. And unfortunately, um, she has let her house go. She she does exist. She just doesn't live here in the state. And um, so she's let her house go. It's to the point where and another person on my street who who takes care of the front lawn so that the HOA doesn't you know mess with her that she's afraid to even like go up the stairs to this woman's house because really? they're rotted they've oh, been rotted no. for like 3 years the the they've given letters to her to oh, the no. owner and she won't do anything and her backyard is i just you know it's kind of an eyesore but whatever so anyway so we have a, a fence that we share as most people do and the fence just kind of just came apart like a whole panel just decided to flop off and it turns out that it was never actually secured onto the post oh no and so it's kind of fallen on me to replace get a hold of her said fence Mm -hmm. um and i let her know but yes she did not respond to me and so this weekend was supposed to be the okay like my neighbor the cool neighbors um the cool neighbors they the husband was like i'll totally help you do it and he and sean had done our other side of the fence before Mm -hmm. last summer and so I was like, okay, thinking I like doing this. Pro- there are a couple things that came up with this. Number one, Sean and I used to do projects all the time and really enjoyed it. Right. It is very different as a single mom of a toddler to try and do these. So now I'm like, it's too, it's so stressful to try and figure out like how to get care for, for Buddy, how to be able like to work and manage because right. it's not like I have flexibility in time. It's like I've got this much time for someone to watch him and then I have to go get him and, and what to do. So now I'm like, forget that I, I can find other projects to do and we'll just pay someone to finish the stuff so anyway so that was one thing and then the other thing is we start and we have this whole plan and we go and demo the fence and that's my, fun was that fun it was interesting yeah i'm a little <laughs> sore <laughs> but it was good um i felt bad i told them i was like you kind of did like 90 <laughs> percent i'm really good at telling you what a good job you're doing <laughs> good supervisor yeah um and so the other piece of it, so we demo, awesome, and I knew my neighbor has these cottonwood trees, and I know that some of her root system, the root system of one of the cottonwoods comes into my yard, and I knew that, 
And I knew that for me to do some other work on in my yard that I'd have to remove some of the roots. But what right. I didn't know was how massive there's a piece of root that's right underneath the fence. And oh, so they no. built over it. No way. And so, but I can't to like really do a good job laying the new fence. Yeah. So now I'm like in this pickle because it's technically her tree. So I'm having an arborist come out to even see if the tree is alive and all this stuff that that we have to do. So then I was like, well, well, there went that timeline. I'm so (laughs) intrigued by this because what if the arborist that you bring out says that her tree is dead right? and you can't get a hold of her, but you have to build this fence, which technically is 50% her responsibility. Correct. Do you get to take the tree down? That is a very good question. Oh, I'm so curious. So, I mean, to be continued and to be determined because, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, my HOA and and for anyone who's listening is like, contact your The HOA already is aware of the situation and they are refusing to do anything. Yeah. Even though I've told them like it's a safety issue now, they don't care. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, yeah. I was like, it it could potentially impact my foundation. They do not care. They're like, go figure it out on your own. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the support. And I was like, well, and her house is falling apart. It's kind of an eyesore. Yeah. And it's bringing, it can potentially. I mean, that housing market here is ridiculous Ridiculous. right now. But I'm like, I mean, and I'm not the only one. I've got, there are plenty of people who are like, why aren't they having her do anything? Right. So, oh, that's frustrating. But yeah. how much fun to do the demo? And I feel like I right now you have a massive backyard. I do <laughs> for your dog just to explore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that was one of the things that happened this week. Let me see if there's anything else I wanted to oh, touch on. Um, you know, I have to write notes. Oh yeah, so I wanted to. Um, so there are a couple things here. One. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. this is my first. Right, we've been in COVID for how long now? Right. A year and change and change. Yeah. Over so number one a year. Um, I have my first experience over the last week and a half with mask knee. Oh, it's only your awful. first. I mean, to this, I guess. Yeah. Oh, to this extent. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. bad. However, I did hear on another podcast, which is pretty amazing, um, that a way to prevent mask knee and who knows if this I can't even say it mask knee mm-hmm. um, is to use mouthwash on what? Like, on your face? Well, no. You swish with mouthwash because the whole point is that it's like clearing the bacteria so you're not oh. breathing that in and it's not getting trapped on your face. Genius. Right? So, so just use mouthwash that. and your mask knee may yeah. decrease. Yeah. And also, you know, we've been in this for a while and I literally, I think twice this week, have gotten out of my car and gone to do something without my mask. Oh, boy. And I was like, after this long? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, um, and they say yeah. that um, things might be shifting. I mean, things in our state are already shifting a little bit. And um, which way gone are the color coding things? Those so, are gone. Mm-hmm. So we just each, went like to to the more of a concern, and now we're not in a yeah, concern. No, we well, I up. mean, right? We <laughs> one week we were blue, then the next week we were orange, and then we went back to blue the next week, only to have like the next day to go um, like this statewide we went um, county by county gets to do their thing so they got rid oh, of so the color wheel because that's kind of how we started it was kinda. county by county I yes. remember that yeah because yes. that was a there was a whole big thing because Sean was working in, in Denver County at mm-hmm. the time and but we were living in a different county and so yeah and the counties have been on the different color wheel but the color wheel thing is gone now yeah interesting so now the counties are just responsible for figuring out what they want to do Wow. So, yeah, we shall see. Okay, I have one more thing for you. Yeah, go for I it. I ended up pulling a U this week. Um, like, 
A yeah. UE or a me? me? A U. A UE or a me? me. <laughs> <laughs> a me? So, so the joke is, is that oh. that when Anna watches certain shows, like if it's a British show, she tends to use British vernacular. Hashtag <laughs> truth. <Yeah>. Totally. <laughs> I do. If it's a Southern show, she might come out with a more Southern a accent. I, yeah, I take it. Oh, I can't even help it. <laughs> and then if there happens to be like more colorful language uh-huh. then i'll be like what are you watching this thing about me makes me think like i might have been a really good actress if i had ever had the chance so i happened to be watching um ozark mm-hmm. this week and then i was doing something and i realized i was like why oh my gosh like f i'm here and no, this was not around buddy okay so for anyone who's like what kind of mom are you like he was he was at daycare <laughs> Um, and I was just talking to myself, so I was using the the offensive language to myself, and I was like f bomb this and f bomb that, and I was like, what is wrong with me? I normally don't speak like this, and I was like, oh, I've been watching Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it made me think of you because I was like, oh no. Now I need to keep an eye on you if you like suddenly start doing some really suspicious behaviors or well, having weird people to your house or the show that I'm weirdly. watching. I know, right? The show I'm watching now takes place um, in Florida, and so there's definitely. Some some twang, some southern accent going on. And I'm like, just wait for next week. You never know what will happen to me. <laughs> she'll be growing yeah. fins and gills. That's right. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um. So my first question for you is: oh. Have you ever had a dream that's so weird and there's so much oh, going boy. on, it's hard to unpack? Seriously, you're asking me this after I had been texting you asking <laughs> okay. you to look at your dream dictionary. Oh, that is true. That might have yes. had something to do. Like the <laughs> yes, I do. The subconscious have, yeah. mind is so intriguing to me, and that is actually yeah. a true story. She had me look at um, my online dream dictionary this week. Yeah, because I <laughs> to, was like, there are some weird things that happen that I haven't had happen before uh-huh. in my dreams. And it's I just Google it, guys. It's nothing special. It's I just. Oh, I thought it was like an actual I, book on your shelf. That's why I was like, you're working from home. <laughs> oh no, no, I. Have have one i apparently i go to it a lot because every time i like you know select dream dictionary off my google it takes me to my th- my website that oh, i like a lot okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it was no problem to look those things up for you it <laughs> took me 10 seconds all right so you guys this morning and my weirdest dreams always happen in the morning um when i'm about to wake up so when my alarm's about to go off or it just i see what that has to do with your level of subconsciousness at that yeah, point or unconsciousness I don't know but i always know that my weirdest or like if i wake up early and you know get up to go to the bathroom and then go back to bed and fall back asleep then my weirdest dreams are going to happen in that next zone of sleep oh, interesting. until i wake up it's always happened that way and it's so weird and there i always dream in color mm-hmm. but this morning i didn't know that people don't dream in color i dream I in color i didn't know that was a thing but yeah. yeah, some people don't dream in color. No, this, yeah, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people don't remember their dreams either. This, the dreams I asked you about mm-hmm. were the first ones. Um, very, uh, probably like two or three times in the last eight months have I remembered my dreams. Um, but this was one of the first, like most vivid one that I, yeah, yeah, that well, I actually remembered. Yeah, because normally I don't remember them. And some of the pieces that you had me look up were pretty specific and fun for me to search for um anyway this dream this morning started i don't even remember how it started but i'm in this neighborhood that i've never lived in and i like i've had several dreams where i dream about houses that i've lived in before whether it's been in connecticut or san francisco house um 
but this neighborhood, I've, I've dreamt about being in this neighborhood before. It's nice. There are some really nice houses with like two, three car garages, lots of trees, which is nice. definitely not anywhere around where I live now. <laughs> um, but there was like a squirrel trapped in my neighbor's garage. And so they had, um, they had someone come and get the squirrel out of the garage, like, a you know, um, the, through the sheriff's office, like animal control. Right. And instead of like putting the squirrel into a carrier or a cage, the animal control person like just had it in their hands and was walking it out. Like, (laughs) and then they let it down. uh, They let it go down the street. So they let this all in your dream. Yes. And then, um, so that was really interesting. And then in my house, which was next door, you were there and, and buddy was there. And, um, so my garage though, it was, it got like really trippy in that the car that was in the garage, like you'd close the garage door uh-huh. and when you'd open it again, the car'd be gone. So like it was dis- disappearing or traveling through time. Like That's it got really weird. sci-fi. I know. So then at some point in my dream, Buddy like runs, like there, like I said, there was so much going on. Yeah. But Buddy like runs up to the garage that it's closing and we had already seen that right. this car disappeared, disappeared, like time traveled. And so you were like chasing after him like, no, because the garage door was closing and he was about to go under into travel? the garage. I, no, it's, it felt like at that point, Buddy knew how to open up the garage door. So he pressed oh, the button. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so he didn't disappear. But then it also had to do with like... Um, before this disappearing car thing happened, um, I had just come back from a trip apparently oh, okay. and had a bunch of my stuff in the car that I needed to unpack. That disappeared? Uh, it didn't disappear. That was another car. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I just had a bunch of stuff that I was trying to gather and it just seemed like my, right? Like when I start oh, this to- This is interesting. To, mm-hmm, when I start to unpack- I love that you're using unpack uh-huh. and you had just come back from exactly. a trip. Exactly. Oh, okay. When I start to unpack this dream, I'm like, oh, this totally makes sense why this or this or this would be happening. And like, oh. you know, with my clothes I mean, and all my stuff. Do you feel like sharing some of that? I don't know. Like when I, sure. Like when I, when, when I think about how scattered my stuff was in the car or like mm-hmm. spread out. Sometimes, um, right. Like for me, dreams have to do with a lot of emotion. And so uh-huh. maybe it's like, you know, having a range of emotions and, and just trying to sift through whatever sure. emotional roller coaster I might yeah. be on. And so, I don't know. I just thought it was really, really interesting. And then, so last thing I wanted to bring up is the car that was disappearing and not disappearing. Yeah. When, um, I don't know, at some point when it was back, it had a driver in it and, um, the driver gave me a note and it was like so cryptic. And this is where it gets kind of weirder guys if you can imagine that like it was just really cryptic and had like scary messaging on it and um and the the driver of the car this young lady was telling me to give it to and and she named a person first and last name and i was like how am i supposed to know that person and in the dream i had no recollection of this name like i didn't know this name at all and it wasn't until i woke up that i realized it was the name of a sixth grade student that i have that is so weird. That I really, I mean, I haven't had much interaction with, but I was like, that is so random. Like that out of random. all the names, that was super duper random. So, I mean, dreams dream. are really, really interesting in that way of when you do, like basically, I won't go into like the specifics of the dream I was having on a lookup, but basically it was just kind of a, something about like 
purging and getting rid of things in my life, but then also welcoming new, which is very appropriate for my grief and what I'm going through right now. And so it was just really interesting to see um, what Anna's dream dictionary was saying about all of that. Otherwise, this week for me, I think was pretty tame. Was thank, it? Thank goodness. Yeah. I um, started to watch a new show on Netflix called Rotten. Oh, oh, and I like to say oh the gosh. two T's like button rotten. Yeah, I don't think I can. <sighs> After you were starting to tell me about it, I'm not sure. It's one of those where I'm like, I probably need to and should watch this, but I'm also scared to watch it because then I just go to I'm doing the best that I can. Oh, of course. Right. And the purpose of watching it for me isn't like to start dissecting what I'm doing or not doing or how I could be doing things better. But it's really interesting. And I, I. Picked it up um, apparently on season two instead of season one. Sometimes Netflix does it. And um, so in season two, like it takes a look at um, its documentary and it takes a look at different food industries. Yeah. And each episode is a different subject. So like when I first started watching this show, the first episode was on avocados. And I was like, yum, I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing to those? (laughs) What are they called? Eating avocados <laughs> or eating autocados, <laughs> whatever. Um, and so like I even had one my protein shake this morning, right? Oh, so, yeah. They're good for you they is are. what the industry says. Yeah. Um, and so um, I just thought that was really interesting. And um, they had like an episode on chocolate and, you know, all the people who work oh, in the field. Awful. Same thing with sugar. Um, they had an I episode mean, what on bottled water. I eating at that point in time? Like, unless you just, this is why so many people do their own vegetables and gardens or do the, yeah. Oh, uh, what are they called? The CSAs. Is that what they're called? Like the community gardens and oh, stuff yeah. where you can... Mm-hmm. pay to be part of those and i love that people do that i do not have the mental capacity i don't know to like, do that but yeah then i'm like what do you eat sometimes i feel like it'd be awesome for it to pick us all up and move us to a commune and then we just farm our own land and create our That's own awesome. materials I'm really good at managing so i'll cheer you guys on you can you order that. things off of amazon to be <laughs> delivered for us <laughs> uh-huh um, but I, you, well, what's funny for dinner last night, I made myself like some steamed broccoli and shrimp. Oh, you know, which there's probably issues in those industries too. Oh, totally. <laughs> but I was like, all shrimp right, for sure. I'm just going to try and do the best I can and read labels better. You, I mean, that's all you really can do. And I think that there is a lot of pressure to try. I mean, if you had a chef who could do it for you, I just, I feel like it gets so when I had, when I had, some dietary issues or some health issues and I had to change my diet severely in order to heal. It took so much time. Right. And luckily, like at that point in time, I was just pregnant. So Buddy wasn't around and Sean was still around. And I like it took so long to read labels. And at one point I had to cut out corn. Oh, Oh my goodness. If you've ever tried to cut out corn, because that's the other thing, too, is they say derivatives. Well, they change the name of the derivatives. And Mm -hmm. so you have to look. Same thing with sugar. You have to look for, you know, find out all the names of it, then look at all of your labels, then identify if there are any derivatives. I mean, it's right. It was so time consuming. Yeah. That's why I think a lot of people are just like to heck with it. Right. And it's more expensive and the to be healthier. Be changed. I, I feel know. like the industry really should be shifted so right. that it's not all about big business. Fast but then food, that's my own uber cheap, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the frozen stuff with lots of preservatives, mm-hmm. super cheap. And then it's just expensive to try and be healthier. 
Yeah, I don't know. On the sugar one, it was interesting because they were talking about like how a few decades ago, um, Americans, we were consuming so much sugar and I don't remember the numbers exactly. But then um, things shifted to high fructose corn syrup, Mm -hmm. like the soda industry, for example. And then, right, then we decided that that's bad and we didn't want to do that. And so the soda companies started putting natural sugar back into their drinks Mm -hmm. and we're now consuming more sugar than we did before and we're like yes it's right so it's good well when they show you like that image of how much sugar like we consume a year and it it's not even in like a bowl it's in this big tub and then they pour oh it's uh, although i will call myself out one of my my guilty pleasures is that when I am, and it's usually outside of the U.S., um, especially in certain island nations, mm-hmm. and you can get Coke in a still in the glass bottle, mm-hmm. and but the but it's it's a different it's a different kind of Coke than what you can get here. Yeah, it tastes different. Um, but I love just usually on a trip if I'm on an island I'll go and have like one Coke that's funny because when we were flying back from Austin you're like I was thinking I'd get a or maybe we were flying to Austin you were like you were like um you know when they come around the beverage cart um, you were thinking of getting a Coke and I like did a double take at you like who are you drinking soda oh but you didn't yeah, well, no. but and sometimes then my fizz you just went everywhere. I mean, it was just <laughs> there was like a fizz explosion. That was okay though. Twice I did that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we had wipes in our seats, so yeah. it all worked out. Anyway, during this show though, I thought it was interesting because as um, some of the guys were talking about their avocado industries and things that have happened to them, there were a couple of um, grown men who were being interviewed. Um, I think it happened during the wine episode too. And they um, were getting emotional because their industry was changing or things sure. that they had um, grown up, like they grew up working these farms and now things are shifting. And um, and and some of them are finding that or seeing that they don't, um, they're being bought mm. or right, right. What, whatever the, the situation is their 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 situation is changing and it's making them very sad yeah. because this is their livelihood. And so what I noted was each of them in different episodes or at different times when they started to tear up on camera, they were apologizing. Yeah. Like they were apologizing for being emotional. Sure. And then that made me think, why is it um, that when I we teared up before? And I know. Said sorry. I, I, exactly. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And, but why is it that when we start to cry or show emotion in front of others, we apologize? Because it's unacceptable. Hello. Uh, who's like? Right. How do we break that? Oh, I. You know, in this in a similar vein, I was listening to something that was talking about patriarchy. And I was like, we, this is thousands of years. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to do this in just a couple decades. Very similarly, like, especially for men, you do not show emotion because that indicates weakness. It's something right. that, and being emotional is not weak. No. At all. In fact, you're, a, I think you come across as a stronger person if you can emote in a healthy manner. That is what I teach my middle but, schoolers. Yeah. yeah. That it's okay to cry. Now, sometimes they go home to parental units who say otherwise, but at least in my office. exactly. So you have, right? It's a societal Mm -hmm. thing. It's definitely something that's just ingrained and that's, right? But at least I say in my office, this is the safe space and feel free to cry. And the girls, I'm like, listen, I watched this thing. Um, 
rooted in science that said girls are just built differently mm-hmm. than boys when it comes to the amount Hello. of tears we produce. Men are from Mars. Women <laughs> are from Venus. And so, yeah. Men like, have it's biology. Brains. Women have spaghetti brains. We're built to cry more. So let it out, ladies. Oh, I'm totally a crier. And men. All the time. But I just thought like maybe it's awareness, right? Like maybe if we become more aware that that when we're emoting, we stop apologizing for being sad or stop apologizing. We over apologize anyway. We do over apologize for so many things. And so one of the the tips that I heard was instead of saying, I'm sorry, this happened to me the other day, because if if I don't text someone back right away, then I tend to to start with like, sorry for the delay. And I had someone who's like, instead flip it to thank you for your patience or thanks for giving me some time before I could and flipping it to that and it and it comes across much different than people I think are more understanding than if you're saying sorry because I think then people feel like you're not valuing valuing their time yeah oh that's a whole other phenomenon we should come back to we'll have to write that down yeah and I used to love the game sorry Uh, yes (laughs) right and then there was like variations of it like Uh cheesy and trouble and disney trouble and all sorts of things yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's the show rotten i I recommend it like i said i thought it was interesting and educational i even teared up um and again sorry decided that (laughs) i was gonna pay more attention to what i'm buying or what i'm eating so i can minimize my food waste um so another thing that happened this week is that i finally took down my christmas wreath off my door yeah, it was a little prickly. That's kind of how people knew it was your house, though. <laughs> so now what are people going to look for? I don't know. My, my lights the are Christmas still up. Lights? Yeah, the lights say. are still up. So don't worry about that. I don't turn them on all the time, yeah. but the lights are still up. And I still have like this potted um, thing that I got um, yeah, it's at the really beginning. Pretty. That's still there. Oh, good. It's brown and very brittle, but right, it's water dead. It? Well, no, it's dead. I'll probably... Is it supposed to only last a season? Put, well, it was like, you know, greenery, just like the wreath was. So... Yeah, but I think this Brittle. had roots and was supposed to live. No, no, no. no. Oh. I'll plant something else there, though. Okay. After Mother's Day some tulips. in Colorado. You do have tulips. <laughs> They're very pretty. Um, another thing that I just wanted to put out there in mm. the vein of being vulnerable. Oh. Uh-huh. Right? Taking risks and being vulnerable. Yes. I um, went out with some friends on Friday night. And... Um, oh, my gosh. I haven't even <laughs> asked you about this. Did I even see you? <laughs> after that but i have to tell you i totally went out out of my my comfort zone um and so um i was there with some girlfriends and they had each brought some guy friends with them (laughs) i feel like we're back in middle school i love it kind of was like that high school and first of all i have to say it was the first environment that i've been in where so many people were unmasked to like at their own tables um but we masked up to go weird though a little socially like did well you've had more social exposure than i have because i'm like i get awkward i mean i talked about that no i i even mentioned i think a couple times like how i i how weird i felt Mm. um that i was at the table while we were at the table we were unmasked and just talking to each other and we were talking about who was vaccinated and who wasn't that's like the conversation (laughs) it's all right we're good Mm -hmm. are you vaxxed i'm vaxxed okay cool (laughs) yeah yeah our own distance but you know you can take that can I see your nose? Like, what does it look like under there? Yeah. Can I see your Vax card? What is that? <laughs> um, but right, you had to put the mask on if you went sure. anywhere else. Like, if you went out to the dance floor or to the restroom, you had to mask did up. you dance? I, okay. So, first of all, I did. <gasps> and it was a lot of fun because so it's excited. been a long time. Yeah. Um, and 
with the like the friends bringing their guy friends right um there was a person who caught my eye <gasps> and so here's what here's what's new guys because this is like I haven't been this person in Y'all a really can't long see time. This, but I have the biggest. <laughs> She's like biggest grin on my face right now. Uh huh. I'm so excited. So after the night, he ended up leaving, and uh, one the one of the dudes ended up leaving, and Does I was his like, name "Oh, start with a J." No, and oh. I didn't get a chance to talk to him really. And so I asked my friend to ask her friend. It was so middle school. Oh yes. If like she would find out the deets for me. And, and did she? Sh- yes. And then I was like, "Oh, that's so awesome." Um, like, would you, like, could he call me or can I give you my number to give to him? Oh, so he, like, or, there was, there was a, a mutual opening to exchange information that became available. The next day. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. And so the friend of the friend, um, did talk to him. And I think at this point, here's what I know. I think mm. gave him my phone number. Yeah. So now the ball's in his court. How are you feeling? Um, here's, uh, here's where I am. Whether or not he calls me, I'm okay because I like yeah. took the steps that I did and I was like, huh, he's kind of like good looking and I'd just be interested in talking to him. Yeah. And so I actually did something about it instead of just, you know, waking up the next morning wishing this I had done something about huge it. Huge. And awesome. And really amazing. Fun. Yeah. That is so awesome. I'm so excited for you. Well, and here's. And now we're just putting out the vibes. I don't know your name. I don't know what your name starts with, but hey. Texter. Yeah, right? Hey, universe. Um, Here's also, I think, growth. Because um, I think an older version of me Mm -hmm. would then have been like, okay, he has my number. Why isn't he texting? Yeah. Why isn't he calling? What's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. He's not interested, right? Like, And then I start second guessing mm -hmm. and you get in that spiral. I start being negative about Mm -hmm. myself. And instead, I was like, all right, universe. Like, if he does, awesome. If he doesn't, awesome. And either way, we'll be okay. And whatever is meant to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that amazing. Because even then you can, you know, everything is kind of a, a step toward something else. So yeah. whether this is your destination or it's like a step towards your next destination, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward, I think, to just going out a little bit more and meeting more people because <laughs> as you. I have said for years and years, I am not a huge fan of like meeting people through social media or the social dating sites. Yeah. And so I'd much rather just yeah vibe with a person like I told in person. You, I have a friend and I mean talk about Kismet, like her her sister was at a coffee shop with a friend and saw this guy and started talking to the guy and said, you got to meet my sister and put them together. And like, they found out that they live really close to each other. They are like doing super well. They hit it off. Like it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love stories like that. So I'm putting those vibes out into the universe as well. I love it. Um, segue to a different topic. Sure. Our friend, Mm hmm. And father of our producer and tech person yeah. and um, student extraordinaire. Rickerford. Um, our friend Gene Hill yep. will be at his first farmer's market this, this Saturday. This yeah. is super exciting Yeah, um, for him and for his business. I mean, I don't even know the process to get accepted, but that's awesome. We are so proud of him. He's selling spices and seasoning yeah. blends. Um, so if you guys and are... our sister-in-law has used them. I yes. personally, I know. Oh, I have too. I have not. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They're good. Yes. Yeah, he does a really um, good job. So they, um, Gene and Joanna, are going to be at the Hungry Gene tent this Saturday, the 24th, 
at Southwest Plaza. So if you live in the Denver metro area and you love farmer's markets, head on out to go see our friend Jean um, at at the Hungry Jean tent. Yeah. I wanted to share some things that I learned um, on Twitter, through Twitter, because of Twitter, I now know. Oh, okay. All right, get ready for this. Yeah. In the fashion world. Oh. It appears that we are leaving skinny jeans behind. I did hear this recently that if you wear skinny jeans, then you are very um, out of style. And I went, it usually takes me a year to two to get into style and by the time I get in style it's out style oh yeah I am very much out of style because it took me forever <laughs> to get into leggings I just bought a pair of jeans at a store that was still selling the like that's all that was the the only option for the jeans was in a skinny style not loose baggy like our up right. and coming so I'm like I I'm at the mercy of the store I that's guess true yeah so that I learned. Yeah, what are we going back to though? I mean, loose baggy jeans. Ew, are we about like Jankos? Remember those? <laughs> no, no, we just went through a whole '80s thing. Yeah. Jankos were '90s. Are we getting back yeah. into the '90s? We're gonna go back at some point. We to... already have like the high mom waist, like yeah. up to your belly yes, button yeah. or your boobs. And so that's what it is, but with like super loosey, like um, '70s. I don't know. Maybe we'll be pegging pants again here before too long. Oh my god! I know. Remember tight rolling. So what happens to those of us who do not want to go back to those styles? I guess you just have to embrace your I out mean, of style. The shirts are half shirts anyway, and I'm like, hello. Yeah, I'm not gonna no. be. I don't like that either. Oh, boy. But yeah, I guess I'm just not trendy and I'm going to embrace my untrendiness. Me too. I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I'll wear my uh, leggings and my sweats. Thanks. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Um. So Prince Philip's funeral mm, was yesterday. It was. And that I, I did pay attention to. I I. I didn't. Um, I I wasn't really around to know what was going on. And it wasn't until later till I was looking at social media that um, a friend had posted that at the funeral, one of the hymns from our Orthodox funerals was sung. Oh, awesome. Yes. I don't think I knew that. And that, you guys, led me on a oh. wild ride. So I had, had to look into... interesting text messaging going... Yes. Yeah. So um, this this was posted of this like quartet. Um, I think it was a quartet. I don't know. I, I don't really remember. But they were singing um, one of the hymns from our Orthodox funeral That's in awesome. the Russian style. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. And then um, because I was watching the video of this, I went and Googled. And I remember hearing this once upon a time, but I was affirmed in my Google search <laughs> that um, Prince Philip is the grand nephew of Alexandra Romanov or Romanov, right? Who was married to Tsar Nicholas II. Right. Now, when I read this, I was like, huh, I wonder. Yeah. Because Alexandra and I, being the Russian sisters. That's right. And we are really Russian, as we've said. We are really Russian. Yeah. And our ancestors. Yep. At this time of the Romanovs, Nicholas and Alexandra had family in the court. We sure did. Of Tsar Nicholas. Yeah. And so I was like, huh. Like not not like distant, distant, like a great grandma. Yeah. No. Our, my, our grandmother, grandma. who we mentioned, Baki. Yeah. And great Her grandma. mother yeah. was a princess in the court. Yeah. So I was like, huh. I wonder if Prince Philip's people were Hung out with in the court 
And our people yeah. were in the court. As I did, told they Anna, hang out. I mean, I've I felt that I don't necessarily fit in to uh, the time that I was born or, or what's happening because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be ro- royalty. We, so this con- confirmed it. Well, yeah. yes, there is royalty you guys in our can blood. T- you can touch my hand later. Like yeah. our great grandmother had the title of princess. Yeah, she was that the daughter cool. of a prince. And okay, so you guys. So then, w- w- <laughs> like I said, it took me on a wild ride. So I was like, huh, Prince Philip and his ancestors and we and our ancestors, like our ancestors Mm -hmm. probably partied together, like, you know, when they had balls or business or whatever. Yeah. Rasputin. Yes. And so I call my dad, who's (laughs) also your dad. Yeah. Yeah. What did your dad say? And I said, tell me, tell me this, because I, when I, when I told him my hypothesis Mm. and I said, it's possible that Prince Philip's And he's been doing so much about our ancestry and history right now anyway. Right. Like he's posting all the pictures, like sorting through pictures and posting them on Facebook. And um, it's been really awesome. But I said, dad, is it possible that Prince Philip's people and our people hung out? And he said, they were all right in the court. He's like, it's not possible. They did. And I was well, like, oh. you don't know, like you can be part of, and to be fair, like you can be part of the same court. Definitely. They're part of the same court. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where there can be, it. they may have just known about it, known right. about each other, or they actually did really hang out. You know? Yeah. It's very interesting. There's so many different. Yeah. And I and told, so- I told the nieces today that they should reach out to Harry and say, yeah. Hey, um, your people and my people yeah. used to hang out. Let's go see Archie. So like, let's connect yeah. and stuff. Because I, I think that would be fun. Crush on Prince William. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I no. Gosh, not anymore. Oh, Have you did you once. Him? Well, <laughs> when they were younger, when they were like in People magazine yeah. as teens. Oh my gosh, I loved them. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the history lesson for today. I just thought that was really cool as I was making like hearing the Russian hymn at Prince Philip's funeral. That's so awesome. I want to go listen to it now. Yeah, it yeah. was very cool. Maybe we'll put a link to that. Oh Thanks yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, but with that, like we are down to the sean t wyman joke of the day are we already there we are already there oh, okay are you ready for it <sighs> am i ever ready for these right. no because i just laugh after mm-hmm. but okay we got this are you okay here we go what is the loudest pet there is the loudest pet mm-hmm. well it's not my old dog she used to fart like a human mm-hmm. um i don't know that was pretty loud yeah all the no. time going up the stairs like an old man the loudest pet is a trumpet <laughs> i made you laugh you did awesome you did. Mm-hmm. affirmator um, yeah we're gonna do ups and downs i see life is an incredible ride and i'm lucky to be on it yes the ups and downs make me want to puke sometimes but they're also what make things fun and interesting and when you look back even puking on yourself makes a good story <laughs> which is true which is true that can be true yeah hey you guys thanks so much for listening to yes, us today thank you um and oh we wanted to talk for yeah. a moment um if you have your own business yeah and are interested in maybe some advertising or yeah. sponsorship um we email us yeah. at com, and we'd love to give you guys a shout out yeah well what's the email the russian sisters at gmail.com there you go did i say it <laughs> No, you're good. <laughs> Email us at the Russian Sisters at gmail.com. There you go. Not just dot com. I mean, yeah. you can go to the Russian Sisters dot com. There's not yeah. much there right now, but we do. We we're, do we're have a website. Yeah. Yeah. That's very yeah. fun. Check mm-hmm. us out. Share us with your friends. Leave us a five star review. I know. Review. Check us out we're on Pandora super, now, yeah. too. We're super excited. 
We are. And we um, look forward to chatting with you guys next week. All right. Have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on the Dean Blundell Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because democracy is something you do. Come on a journey like no other. Where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.